0: Welcome to Legally Unfiltered. My name is Richard Sprinkle. I am here today with Franz Borchardt. We are both licensed attorneys and we're both here to discuss legal issues in the news and legal issues that may affect your life. St. Louis, Missouri circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, will no longer accept criminal cases from 28 city police officers and is reviewing all of their open cases for viability. Folks, here we have a city prosecutor who is choosing not to prosecute. Now prosecutors have the right to make a decision as to whether or not to prosecute a case. That's part of a prosecutor's job. But here we have a prosecutor who is calling into question the veracity of statements made by a large group, we're talking about maybe 2% of the St. Louis uh, Police Department. She says she will not take cases. She will not prosecute cases from these individuals. And further, she's going to go back and investigate the cases that are currently open to see if the officers have been truthful or not. Franz, what do you make of this? So
1: we have a lot of questions. Um, One, we have information that it's 28 officers, but we don't know what kind of officers these guys were we don't know if they were traffic beat drug narcotics you know we don't know who they are and and more to the point we're not sure why one of the parts of the story folks is that when she made this announcement um i believe the union the the local union filed a restraining order, preventing them or, or blocking them from releasing the officer's name. So that's going to get litigated. Right there's there there's an exclusion list right. that is being circulated. So the other end of this is they're also claiming and asserting that they didn't have any due process rights on. On determining how they got on the list, so question number one is: Why are these guys on the list? Um, it is not uncommon, Richard, uh, across the country, for prosecuting agencies to do what's called, you know, in the vernacular, Brady lists. Brady lists is a list of officers that have been disciplined, sanctioned, um, maybe arrested and/or convicted of crimes, but they're still police officers, and the list includes that information, and it's disclosed to a criminal defense attorney because there is a Supreme Court case, Brady, that requires that the prosecution uh, tender or give to the defense any information that is either directly exculpatory or that may lead to exculpatory information. Now, the fact that they're on this list may not be relevant. The fact that they're on this list may not be admissible. The crimes or or sanctions that they've been accused of or convicted of may not be admissible in the case but the fact that they're on the list is disclosed
0: but now, but now correct me if i'm wrong we're talking about an exclusion list not necessarily well, that's, a brady list oh that's where
1: i'm going so this prosecutor uh you know and she is a prosecutor kim gardner she has a list and her list in 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 i guess differing from a brady list is i'm just not going to prosecute for these 28 Officers, they make arrests. I'm not taking their case. And so essentially, you know, it makes them being police officers pretty pointless at this point with regard to her and her agency. Now, it could be argued that there are other things they could do in the police force. Um, But we don't know. Again, we don't know. We don't know why they're on this list. You know, do they have a constitutional right to be allowed to be witnesses? I don't know. I mean, probably it would be argued, you know, and I I know you've got some thoughts on this, Richard, probably be argued that that she has prosecutorial discretion and makes the decision on what cases she prosecutes. And and by the way, what we're really getting at, the brass tacks of this is she has made a a decision that for whatever reason, whether it be credibility reasons or that they're tainted as officers, that she is not going to use these officers' arrests in the prosecution of her cases. This does occasionally rear its head, by the way, guys and girls. This rears its head when you have an officer where they did something wrong, a judge acknowledges that they did something wrong, gives an adverse ruling, and then defense attorneys will use that as a oh by the way, madam prosecutor, just so you know, this prosecutor, you know, he lied on the stand and, and the body camera footage contradicts what he he testified to. I won this motion and I'm gonna bring that up with this judge in that same
0: courtroom not this
1: prosecutor but this officer right this officer i'm sorry yeah sorry so so it does happen that occasionally that officers will will develop adverse reputations but this is this is hey look i've got a i've got a prosecute i got a prosecutor that has has asserted that she has a duty to uphold the constitution and that she just doesn't feel like it's right it, she doesn't feel like it's right that she uses these officers. Now, the bigger picture, also Richard, is there is a total, you know, from from the news, and and this story we we encountered it from the American Bar Association Journal, so it's on the ABA Journal, so that means it's it's pretty good news. Um, I think there's a total of over uh, eleven 1, hundred police officers in this police force so we're talking about a fraction of of law enforcement guys but and girls but we don't know you know we don't know what's going on now i think the story said richard that the 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 prosecutor's office is going to be dropping hundreds of traffic cases and some 30 felonies and misdemeanor cases um you know i just this 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 just I don't know where she's coming from on this. Either she's doing the right thing and these are these are bad apples or she's doing the wrong thing for other reasons. Now, Richard, you were telling me earlier before we, we recorded this that she may not be an elected Official? No, I and and
0: I just have this on information and belief, uh, and it's completely unsubstantiated. But I believe in St. Louis that circuit attorneys are hired, not elected, and, and, and that may I may be, be dead possible. wrong yeah. about that. I, I don't know. But um, th- just to, just so that we're not putting words into anyone's mouth, I, I would like to read a few lines from Miss Gardner's statement. Uh, she does take her job seriously. This is a direct quote. At the circuit attorney's office, we have the responsibility to defend the criminal justice system. And she goes on to say that a police officer's word and the complete veracity of that word is fundamentally necessary to doing the job therefore any break in trust must be approached with deep
1: concern so she clearly doesn't believe these officers she's basically saying liar liar pants Pants on on fire fire. yeah i mean that's that's what she's saying is if those 28 names come out then those 28 officers are going to be branded with this this proverbial scarlet letter that they are not going to be making good arrests. Now, Now, the hypothetical is once I, as a criminal, know that this officer, Officer Richard, is on this list, you know, am I, am I going to be concerned about Officer Richard? You Officer know, Richard's just going to pick you up and leave you in the tank for 24 yeah, hours mean, before he decides you know, what to charge you, know, you with. I, <laughs> you know, it's possible that they're just going to keep doing business as usual, whatever that means. And, you know, you're looking, then you're looking at the community and saying, we're doing our job. We're, we're, we're arresting these criminals and look, it ain't our job to prosecute these criminals. And, and again, we, we try to look at things from both sides. You know, what does it say that you may have legitimate criminals that are arrested? And when I say legitimate criminals, I mean really bad people doing bad things. What's the implication of this? The implication
0: is that when we open up Pandora's box and we start looking at all of these open cases, there could be legitimate criminals who have... Dealt drugs, sold guns, done any number of things. Who may just simply walk out of the walk out of the courthouse because the prosecutor has now decided, because some officer said something that she doesn't agree with or or doesn't agree is true, is what I should be saying. She doesn't agree it's true. Now that individual is going to walk. There's a very, very strong possibility these types of things may be happening, and and we. There's more questions to this that we haven't even touched. Out of this group of 28 officers, do we know if they're from the same precinct or the same division or adjoining precincts or divisions? Are we talking about people like you asked? Are are they narcotics officers? Are they street officers? What is going on? If a prosecutor just blanketly wipes away a whole lot of traffic tickets, do you know who really loses in that situation? The community. The city loses in that situation. A lot of revenue goes right out the window.
1: So, so look, in in the criminal justice system, every player, whether it's the defense attorney, the prosecutor, the judge, the police officer, we're all tethered. We're all hitched to our reputations. And our reputations follow us like wagons. And whatever luggage is in that wagon, whether it's whether it's good baggage or bad baggage, it comes with us everywhere. So what we're dealing with is, is she is inferring directly and indirectly that these 28 officers got a whole heck of a lot of luggage in their wagon. And and look, there may be a political side to this. We don't know, we don't know if she has aspirations. Look, if she's doing the right thing, maybe these guys are bad apples and maybe we should not be using their 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 arrests to to convict people. But if they're not bad apples, let's say these these guys are being targeted for some reason. The question becomes why? Is she is is this a political maneuver for her? She may not be elected to the current position she's in, but maybe Maybe she's eyeballing something
0: well we know this isn't a, a an occurrence that just popped up right, this is right, not right. a recent thing we know that she's clashed with officers before because there were officers who refused to testify in non-fatal police shooting cases over concerns that the officers could then be prosecuted
1: well you know we could be dealing with a a feud an ongoing feud between, between a police agency now granted again 28 out of 1100 or 1180 officers is a small fraction but maybe we have a feud going on between the law enforcement agency and the prosecutor and that happens too sometimes. sometimes sometimes prosecutors just have enough with with certain officers and they're like look you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be and by the way again if she's doing the right thing she has an ethical obligation to to seek out aggressively to seek out fairness and justice and that may mean not prosecuting people that that for whatever reason you know and now look hypothetically let's say these are 28 officers that are tethered to to 28 pretext or not 28 but pretextual arrests you know we don't know if these are race based Decisions in terms of you know are these officers manifesting signs of discrimination on the roadway? You know, but I come full circle to the Brady list. The Brady list differs. What normally you see is I'm going to disclose as a prosecutor what I have to disclose to put you in a position to where I can say I did everything I was supposed to do. Okay, so if you're on the Brady list, you know if you're a Brady buncher. You're an officer on the list. It's disclosed. Again, it may not be admissible in the instant case. In the current present case, it may not be admissible. It may not be relevant. It may not be anything of any kind of importance, but but you disclose it because you have to disclose it. You still prosecute sometimes. Now, if there's insufficiency of evidence, that's different. If, if Officer Bob always, always has his dash cam and body camera video off. In the most pertinent and necessary moments where you would want to see the basis for a traffic stop or the the you know, if you're if Officer Bob constantly in situations where he's asserting and claiming that that offenders are resisting arrest and being violent and, and the body camera and the dash camera footage is mysteriously not turned on mm-hmm. and that is a consistent problem, then, yeah you're not going to be able to use that officer in a credible manner. We just don't know. We just don't know what's the basis. Well, the story
0: gets deeper, as they usually do. Now, apparently, Kim Gardner's predecessor, uh, Jennifer Joyce, has also had problems with a handful of officers. She's refused to to take cases in the past from certain officers when their credibility has been in question. And also, uh, St. Clair County's state attorney, Brendan Kelly, back in 2015, announced he would no longer accept cases from any uh, Brooklyn police officer that may be in a different state, as I'm quick. reading through the article here, but long story short, this is not, uh, this isn't
1: a new thing. It's happened in other places. But, but to but to do it so publicly, this is the, this is the question is what do you accomplish? You know, you can take this position without broadcasting it to the world, without publishing the list, without publishing the list. And, and look, you know, it goes full circle to if these, Offenders, these arrestees are really breaking the law. What message are you sending? You know, that that depending on the on the crapshoot of who which officer you draw during your arrest, you may get a free ride. You know, if it's Officer Susie, maybe not. But if it's Officer Tim, maybe you get a free ride. And that's exactly what Missouri Attorney
0: General is worried about. Uh, Josh Hawley said Friday that he was deeply concerned that this action will result in criminals going free, and that's a problem. He's he's
1: the communities are not getting the protection they deserve. You know, the number one thing that chaps the 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 heinies of most citizens who are not in the justice system is they think that criminal defense attorneys and for that matter, criminals exploit loopholes in the justice system. That all we do as defense attorneys is exploit loopholes and and little things that have nothing to do with guilt or innocence. And they'll use the word innocence, not not guilty. They, they, we, we, we just use these loopholes and that's the biggest problem we have in the justice system. And, and, and to that regard, if I'm John Q. Citizen, this is a whole heap full of loopholes. You got 28 officers with countless numbers of arrests that those off, those officers arrests are going to be invalidated, maybe justifiably so, but to the outsider looking in, I'm just like, wait, what now? Now maybe, maybe the defense to, to all this is going to be, if I release the names and the information, you will understand wholeheartedly why I did this. So, you know, the union has filed this restraining order, they may want to be careful what they wish for because how do you want this to come out? Now, again, she may have indicated that she was going to, she may have indicated that she was going to release and, and publish this list regardless, but you know, I, it, it goes back to loopholes and, and getting off. That's the phrase is you just want to get off because, you know, you, you, you know, some kind of loophole, some kind of legal loophole. And, and the fact of the matter in it, the fact of the matter is, is we, we call these same things that, that people call loopholes, constitutional safeguards. And, and, you have a right to a fair trial. You have a right to due process. And 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 whereas I know that most folks don't give much of a care about that, when they're in hot water, they absolutely care about that. So, man, I don't know, Richard. This just looks this this smells funny. Um, again, we don't know, folks. We don't know if she's doing the right thing for the right reasons or if there's something else at play. But twenty-eight officers. Twenty-eight officers are, are not going to be, um, not going to be heading to court and serving as witnesses. So, you know, I, I just don't know. And again, this may be well, if this is traffic ticket, street cops. You know, maybe that's not the end of the world. But what? Let's say it's a major narcotic. Let's say that somebody got caught with a whole bunch of pills and they're on that list. And and John Q. Drug dealer is going to get off because of that.
0: Well, the full group of officers are linked to, and I'm quoting this from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch article: the full uh, group of officers are linked to dozens, if not hundreds, of cases. Uh, We are talking about, and it's quoted as frontline
1: officers. So, so that could mean that could mean that could mean traffic that leads to narcotics, DWI, crimes of violence. It could be any number of things, right? And the
0: article did mention misdemeanors and felonies. So, um, there's there's a whole lot going on. In St. Louis, folks, there's a whole lot going well, on under and, the arch. And
1: look, you know, I've I've said before, and I'll say it again. I represent law enforcement officers accused of crimes. I've sued law enforcement officers in civil rights in the civil rights arena. You know, there is a human component to these officers, and and what is this going to do? whether justifiably so or not whether this is justified or not what does this do to their careers what does this do to their livelihood you know if it's justified we're less sympathetic about it if 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 these if these officers deserve what they're getting well well okay but let's say that they let's say that this is a feud that's based on everything but whatever the quote unquote truth is if i can't put this officer on the road you know, is that going to affect their livelihood? Is that going to affect their, their ability to, to make a living, to, to make quote unquote ends meet? Are you affecting pensions and retirement? Or does it go back to, well, these officers are going to keep doing what they're doing. And if you're not going to prosecute, then okay and the, and the article does make it appear that
0: the circuit attorney's actions are based on uh, just a lack of belief of the officers as well as potentially a retaliation for officers not
1: wanting to testify in certain instances so i'm so then she would be retaliating against police officers that are exercising constitutional rights exactly in instances where they may be quote unquote self-incriminating themselves now this is I don't know how we're doing for time, Richard, but this This is is a long one, but it's worth it. Okay, so let me talk a little bit about something that's very interesting. If a police officer in, in most jurisdictions, if a police officer is being investigated by internal affairs or internally, they have to cooperate. They have to go in and they have to be truthful. But the kicker is, is that cooperation cannot be used against them in a criminal proceeding. Now it sounds like it sounds like this prosecutor decided that there was some police officer misconduct at some point and she did a very public maybe courtroom airing of grievances and the officers that she was tra- the officers that she she was trying to put on the stand to get to to air those grievances asserted that privilege against self-incrimination. So I mean this is just uh, like an onion has many layers. Um, the bad thing is, unfortunately, is if you're a citizen, if you're a law abiding citizen in that place, in that community, and this is St. Louis, right? This is this is this is this, is, this article is about St. Louis, yeah. but apparently
0: there are other areas in the country where this is going. So on.
1: so if you're a citizen where this happens, you're ultimately the one that pays the price it may be the it may be the right constitutional thing to do for those accused if in fact their constitutional rights are violated but because these police officers may be behaving badly or if a prosecutor is gone rogue and is doing like i said earlier she's not doing the right thing but instead she's doing the wrong thing the true victim of this besides the victims of those crimes of violence, are the citizens of that community that don't get good policing, don't get good law enforcement, don't get good prosecuting, which means that those individuals breaking the law in their jurisdiction are not going to have any kind of consequence. And I got to tell you, the criminals are sometimes the sort that if they think they can get an inch, they're going to take miles.
0: Well, and And on that note, there was one instance last year where Gardner's office dropped an assault case just before trial because an officer warned he wouldn't testify. Now, given uh, you could paint a hypothetical here where the officer was the only witness for the state. And if that officer is not going to testify, then the state really doesn't have a case. So
1: possibly that's why the case gets dropped or won't testify is an ambiguous sentiment. And I I say that because as someone who once had to get police officers to a court date to have a hearing or have a trial, sometimes your issue is that police officers go on vacation. They're not available for whatever reason. So won't testify may mean, hey, look, I can't be there. Won't testify may mean, hey, I'm not showing up. I don't have a really good reason, you know, but this is starting to really the more we, we talk about it, Richard, the more this gets kind of vetted between the two of us. I'm starting to really wonder if this is just more vendetta against against this agency with this prosecutor or alternatively. And, and look, I'm, I leave room for the possibility that these 28 law enforcement officers are not good eggs, and as a result of that, she is quote doing the right thing. Right or wrong, this is certainly going to play itself out in a manner that doesn't benefit the citizenry. I'm curious to see if the court issues the restraining order from from releasing the, the names. I'm curious to see if there's a due process right of these officers that they have this due process right before being on um, placed on a list because what put them on the list, you know, and, and, and are you depriving them of something by putting them on the list? I don't know that they're constitutionally protected such that it would really matter, but I'm curious to see how this all plays out. And, you know, we're going to keep an eye on it. We may do a supplemental uh, podcast on this. I mean, this is just just doesn't happen. You don't read articles in the paper or in the media, or you don't hear things in the media that that happens frequently. Even if it's happening around the country on occasion, normally you don't hear. I'm not going to prosecute these 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 cases from these 28 officers. It's pretty. It's a pretty big headline. So. That being said, this is attorney Franz Borchardt. I'm with attorney Richard Sprinkle. This has been another episode of Legally Unfiltered. Um, We'll keep an eye on it and we'll let you guys know. Have a great day. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.